You don't even sing in the shower? No, I don't want to hurt my ears. It is homophobic to tell a gay person that they cannot sing. <laughs> even is myself? It? Even to my... Lesbians, think- it's fine. I okay. think it's assumed. <laughs> I think I have to go fart real quick. <laughs> oh, take your butt away from the mic. We got to get people to just sign a release upon immediately walking uh, in. A, a release release? A for, release release. For their farts. <laughs> <laughs> Any release that happens in here. That is ours now. It's ours now. You've given if that If you up. ejaculate it, it's mine. I'm saving. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. Although I've never once I thought I had stories. explosive diarrhea and it just turned out to be farts. This is good. <laughs> this is good. This is quality. <laughs> Let's fucking start the show. Let's fucking start the show. Hey guys. Hey. I'm Haley. And I'm Zach. And we're, we're not, not together. together. <laughs> <laughs> um, so guys, uh, you know, I think we started releasing the show about six months ago. Something but like that. Something like that, right? Uh, little do you know, I'll let you in on a little uh, podcast magic. A trade secret. <laughs> we actually started recording them nearly a year ago. Something like that, yeah. Yeah. Happy anniversary. Happy anniversary. Yay. Happy anniversary. Uh, let me just me? open the bottle of champagne. <laughs> this time we don't have any champagne. Aww. I'm so sorry. It's not a bisexual brunch episode. No, no champagne allowed. Very special. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's been a whole year, which is exciting. Um, yeah. I'm sure we've mentioned it, but we started recording this a while and then uh, didn't release until, you know, January with our pod daddy, Reverie. Thank you, Mr. Reverie. Thank you, Mr. Reverie. Um, yeah. But how much? A lot has changed. Things mm, changed yeah. in a year. Well, I think when we first started the show, I was single. Yeah. Yeah. And now I've been uh, dating someone for like nine months That's now. so cool. It's been so great. It's been awesome. She's amazing. Mm-hmm. Uh, we took a trip to Hawaii recently. That's what it's a dream. fucking dope. It's been awesome. I've never taken like a big trip like that with somebody. It's my first one also. Yeah. It's a big milestone. It was great. Mm-hmm. It was, yeah. It was awesome. I'm so glad we did it. Yeah. Uh, I am... I guess I'm kind of living in a new place a little bit. Yeah. Oh, no, no. I had moved before. But okay. the earlier in the year was a really bad time. <laughs> I had, <laughs> yeah, like, I I had gotten like kicked out of a place because the old like landlord was just like a grumpy dude. Uh, and then my uh, my car was in an accident, broken mm. into, and I got mugged. In, and and uh, yeah, all in one time. Yeah. And then I... <laughs> and then I uh, got a new job. You got me a new job mm-hmm. at Ridiculousness. Or, yeah, I mean, I'd like to think that I was qualified as well. But, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, and then got a new place not so far away from you. So this podcast kind of, uh, or, well, not just this podcast, but you kind of, it, it really helped in turning my whole situation around. So that's, I'm very thankful for our friendship. Yeah, me too. Yeah. And it, and we've been spending an, an insane amount of time together too, I not know. only at work now. Not sick of each other yet. Not yet. <laughs> uh, we hang out at work all the time. We see each other recording this all the time. And we have we see each other most weekends because mm-hmm. not only are we just friends, but we also have a D&D campaign. Oh, yeah. That so, I'm, yeah. I'm, you're, I'm just going about to turn your whole world upside down this weekend. I can't wait. If you think I was doing any work this week, you're wrong. I'm only <laughs> working on our campaign. Excellent. It's Perfect. so great. Oh, and speaking of D&D, uh, we will be playing an episode on the show. That's right. So look out for that. Yeah, I Very believe exciting. next week. Yes. We'll see. If all goes well. Yeah. <laughs> it's taken a little longer to edit that one. But uh, guys, even if you don't know D&D that well or you don't play D&D or you're like, that's for nerds, give a it a listen. Yeah. It's really fun. You don't need to know how to play to to enjoy listening to it. So. Yeah, exactly. And yeah, man, we're just changing everything up on the show. We've got we've got one. We did the episode just us. We're doing a DND episode, and uh, now we're having a repeat guest for the first time. That's right. Um, we have our good friend and uh, we're not together fan favorite. Oh yeah, John. On if you guys recall, um, John was kind enough to share his coming out story with us. Yes. Um, and it's been about a year since you came out to us and. You've come a very long way, so we're so excited to hear your updates on your life and everything, yeah. man. Hello, I'm glad to be back. I love <laughs> you guys. Yeah, yeah we love you. <laughs> what? Uh, so yeah, what's changed? What's changed in a year? Well, yeah, it's been a whole year. Um, I can't even remember where I was with my parents when we did the original episode. I think they knew 
that I, they, well, yeah, they knew I was gay at the time, but mm-hmm. I hadn't made any other progress other than the fact they knew I was gay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, how long had, uh, had you um, been out by the time you talked to us? Uh, I so, think it was probably two to three years. Okay. So it's probably now, f- well, maybe it's maybe less than four years now, three sure. years, four years. But you had, were just kind of trying to make moves to like be actively openly gay with other people. Yeah, so my uh, my close friends knew I was gay, but my parents knew before that. Mm-hmm. And um, I decided a long time ago that I wanted my parents to know I was gay. And so I, you know, told them. Mm-hmm. But at first it was, of course, difficult. They, um, my mom would get really mad when I would mention that I was... Ev- so I had the only... Uh, I might have mentioned this last time, but my mom... Um, the only way I could calm her down was to tell her I didn't know if I was gay or not. Oh, so wow. that was the yeah. only thing that could calm her down when I told her. And then there were um, points where she would come over to my house and I would just say I would make reference to the fact I'm gay, and she would say, "Wait, so you're just you slip are it gay?" Subtly into a little right, conversation. right, right, right. I, I would. That's exactly <laughs> yeah. what I would do. And she would go, "Wait, so you're gay?" And I would be like, "Yes," or I mean, "Come on." don't you, you know don't you know by now and right. then she would storm out angry and like slam the door and get all emotional and then um i remember one time i had to call my dad and be like she's still not accepting this because my dad was more accepting of it yeah. and my dad goes what that you're gay on the phone in front of my brother who did not know <laughs> oh, that's right. I'm like, thank you dad for just exposing me to my youngest brother who's got the biggest mouth that's such and, a dad thing, uh, though, I feel like. Yeah, he it's just, just goes... <laughs> yeah, not thinking about the context or anything, or just, like... it's Yeah, a, yeah just... yeah. Dads are always putting it's, their foot in their mouths and then going, what? what? Right, what? right, exactly. Yeah. So it was... In the, in the beginning, it was hard because my mom and... We would get into huge fights. I would get called the F word, the F-A-G... Yeah. Oh, God. I would get called... Y- your my mom? mom? My, my brother... Uh, oh my God. But, but, I'm sorry. Well, it, it, it didn't really phase me that much, sure. but... Um, the thing that the thing that um, that I think people don't always understand is that our parents are from a different generation. They were raised in a different time where this sort of thing was not acceptable. And so I don't blame my parents for the way that they feel as mm. long as they are willing to change. Right. Because you have to understand that like it was a completely different time that they were raised in. It was a very, you know, Christian nation. They went to church, you know, all that sort of stuff. So I always approached it as if I want their compassion, I have to give them compassion. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It definitely makes a lot of sense. Like that's one thing that I say a lot too, where it's like, whatever your view is, you know, as long as you're open to hearing opposing views. And then when you hear evidence of like, oh, this is why I was wrong in that. And then you can change your views. Like, mm-hmm. that's fine. Right. Like, I remember when, like, there was, I think there was a time when, like, uh, like Obama didn't support gay marriage and then he did. and then he did at least, yeah. Yeah, at least not openly. And then he did. And people are like, oh, when you change your mind, it's a weakness and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, no, I see that as complete opposite. Mm-hmm. I think when you're faced with, with evidence, like, and then you make a different conclusion yeah. based on facts and stuff, then I'm like, oh, that shows a lot of maturity right. and a yeah. lot of right. smarts and a yeah. lot of we strength. We need people who can evolve. Exactly. Like, um, some people get, you know, bent out of shape when like a um, like a politician or something, they're, so, they, so they've been anti-gay for a really long time and then their son or daughter comes out and then suddenly they're all pro that. And it's like, oh, it took somebody in your life to, to change your mind. Like, yeah. Like, Sometimes it does. It does. Sometimes it does, Because yeah. people don't see it as something that could affect people that they know they don't see these pe- these others as people in the right. same way they look at things like very like abstractly rather mm-hmm. than like personally so do you think seeing your mom seeing you as a gay man do you think that slowly changed her mind a little bit yeah it did because i well, i would have to plant it into every conversation every time we saw each other so she would get more accepting of it because Mm. I think what a lot of people don't always realize is that humans have very fragile like mental systems like what you after, <laughs> after, a cer- after a certain age it's very hard to change your beliefs For after sure. yeah. a certain age so if you like throw a rock into some a 60 70 year old you know worldview 
it, it completely can collapse their mental system. So you have to do mm -hmm. it little by little where they can run the scenario in your head where you're like, mom, I'm gay. And they can start running in the, it in their head over time and start to see like, oh, this isn't so bad. You know, I mm -hmm. see it on TV. You know, I yeah. my neighbor, you know, you have to give them time right. to adapt to it. it so yeah, I fully agree with that. I also fully understand when people get frustrated with that because it's hard being palatable for other people. You right. Know? Um, it takes a lot of work on your part. So like good, good on you for like putting in that. that it does take a lot of work. Yeah. yeah so proactive. Right, exactly. Instead of throwing a rock in the works, you're sprinkling little grains of sand <laughs> into it. And then over the course of a year, oh, it's, it's about as big as a rock, but it has right. the same effect. It, uh, it, but yeah. it's more palatable, like you were saying. Yeah. Exactly. It sucks because, you know, you, you feel like it's been, it's, you know, 2019. It's been this long. People, you want people to be on your side. Like you should, you know, it, it's, it's hard to be. It's hard to be patient. Be patient. Yeah. And so I would give my parents little shock. So it went from it went from the fact that I or it went from them understanding that I'm gay to them starting to run in their head that I would eventually be seeing somebody. Mm -hmm. So I would oh, I would yeah. go after my dad because he's the weak one. So I would go after <laughs> okay, my dad. Is he the I weak would, one or is he just the tolerant he, one who's he's, nice? He's the weak one. So I would sit with him on the couch. I would sit with him on the couch and be like, because he's a big, he's a big um, emotional, he's a, an emotional guy. Mm -hmm. So I would be like, Dad, I've taken care of everybody in this family. I, t I help take care of my 99 year old great aunt. I'm always watching after the family, trying to make sure we're getting along, you know, take, which is what my grandma used to do. And mm -hmm. I'm like, do you really want to leave this world in 20 to 30 years? Wow. Pulling knowing out a big that, <laughs> right. Knowing that you're, mm -hmm loving son is going to be alone do you really want that and he would be like no of course not and he was of course accepting of it so then um a few months went by after that little conversation and i told him we were at el cholo yeah el cholo and i told him you want to hear a big secret and he was like what i said i've been dating since last january which at that point was like over a year mm -hmm. and i said um, is that last that was uh that was this was a few months ago so this january no, no, no. Oh, I've been dating since I've been dating since January 2018. Okay. We're yeah. recording this episode in June 2019. <laughs> okay. And then I told my dad this a couple months ago. Got right. It. So Got I it. said okay. I have I said I've been on at the time like 15 dates. And um he was like, "Oh, what kind of girls are they?" <laughs> he was joking. <laughs> he was joking, which was but his great, way Great dad joke. Though. Right, right. It was his way of showing that he was okay with it. And then he said, do you want to know a secret? And I was like, what? And he goes, I've also been dating. He's just joking. He's married. <laughs> so, um, Boom. so that, that's Do the way. Two great dad, dad jokes. jokes. So that's the way I, that's the way that I knew he was okay with it. And he said, we're not going to tell your mom because she won't mm -hmm. accept it right now. Right. So then a couple months go by. By the way, I don't think your dad's weak. I think he's just a chill guy. Well, <laughs> I but I get what yeah. you're saying. I, no, I, I mean that he'll, yeah. he's, he can, I get, he can I, bend to my pressure. Yeah. We used to, after right. school, we want McDonald's. And he'd be like, he'd have to take us to McDonald's because we'd get whatever we want. <laughs> just but mom would say no. Right, exactly. <laughs> I'd be like, I want a compass. Like, what do you want a compass for? I want a compass. So he'd take us to the hardware store. <laughs> look for, I don't know. Man. So then, just um, easy to manipulate yeah. dad. Right. So then um, I found my out. My dad's that way too. Yeah. I found out a couple months ago that that he had told my mom like a day after that conversation that I was dating. Yeah. So oh. my mom and dad both know that I'm dating right now. Now I have not talked to my mom about it yet, but so they both know. And my mom didn't come and burn down the house or, you know, try to come murder me. So that's a good sign. It's, it is a very good <laughs> sign. So that was, that was a lot of pressure off. And, um, I think we're all going to be judged one day. Our generation is going to be judged. Maybe we were the generation that cared too much about our iPhone upgrades or, you know, they didn't do enough <laughs> to save enough. the planet. So I don't always, uh, so I don't fault my parents for what they did. I just appreciate that they changed their minds over time. And now we're at the point where I can, you know, date without feeling this like mental pressure that, oh no, I shouldn't be doing this. Hmm. Right. And, um, you know, it, it's funny because like we're all biased in some way. We all have hate in us. And for me, like I was, my psychologist was telling, I'm, I guess I'm backtracking a bit, That's okay. I, but my psychologist was telling me over and over, do not 
try to change your parents' mind. They're too old. They're not going to change their minds. You, yeah, you said that about your psychiatrist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He had, when we have, you know, we've talked obviously yeah, between so the last that, podcast and now. But like, my he said that many times, and my friend said the same thing because I've, my parents were, my mom was blowing up every single time. Yeah. yeah. So I was like, no, I don't agree with that. I want, and he's like, your parents shouldn't be this much in your life influencing you. And I'm like, it's not that it's, I love my parents. I want them to be part of my life. I want them to come on this journey with me. It's not fair for them, for me to not give them a chance to change. Yeah. It'll be hard on me. And yeah, the burden falls on me, but who cares as long as I can get them to that point. Mm -hmm. So like one of the things that I think one of the big changes that I had with my mom at one point was that, um, well, I had, I had told her like, um, I told her, Ma, she had said, we had gotten to a point where she had just said, like, it just disgusts me. It just disgusts me to imagine two men having sex with each other. It just absolutely disgusts Sounds me. Sounds like your mom's thinking about dudes banging a lot. Yeah, well, she, yeah, exactly. She jumps, they always jump to that. Right, right. They right. always jump That's to that. That's the thing is it's not, the, you're not afraid of the, the gay or like male on male love. You're just afraid of like where do the penis go? Right. Like that's <laughs> right. You, you're just a, f- yeah. So get your head out of the gutter and let people like each other. Right. Like, right. So what I, so what I, what I told her when she said that was, you know what, mom, you are right. You are allowed to feel that that is disgusting. Like you are allowed to feel that. And it's like, I am allowed to feel that somebody who eats blue cheese. I can't imagine somebody eating blue cheese. Like it completely <laughs> disgusts me. It you just completely. I'm on John's cheese side. Dis- completely disgusts me. But you know what, Mom? I don't attack you for liking blue cheese. Right. Even though you are wired to like blue cheese, I don't attack you for it. Right. And so if you know the fact that, and I'm like, Mom, I'm not wired to want to stick my thing in some a woman's, you know. <laughs> Black but hole. You can't even. Wow. <laughs> you really just can't even. You really just went whole hog on that one. Couldn't even. I can't even imagine that. I'm not wired for that, mom. Just like you're not wired. What's, what's to a like euphemism that my I can say? <laughs> Bla- so black hole. That's all I can we say. We finally <laughs> found a black hole. And it turns like, out it's been in women's bodies this entire time. <laughs> I don't. I don't pass laws that say you uh, are can't not allowed to cheese. like blue cheese. You right. know. So I think we, once <laughs> I think once I acknowledge that it's okay to personally feel disgusted by it, that took a huge um, a lo- that took a lot of pressure off her because honestly, like people are allowed to feel how they feel as long as you're not taking action to you know stop somebody from doing what right. they like. I mean, as long as you're not hurting anybody, you can do whatever you want. Right. So um, that took pressure off right. her and she started to kind of change after that. And then I also went after the source of their hate, which oh. is that big Christian book. Yeah. I had, it was so the Bible. Fun. Yeah. The Bible. Oh, the Bible. I had, um, it was so funny. I looked up in 10 minutes what the Bible really says about homosexuality and it says nothing. Yeah, it was yeah. a re- I, you probably true. had this on one of your episodes, but oh. like, in the 1930s or 40s, they did a trans. They updated the translation. What used to mean like perverted sexual acts, whatever the Greek word was or whatever, they changed it to homosexuality in the 30s and 40s. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so the Bible, honest to God, you can look it up, says nothing, n- absolutely nothing about homosexuality. That's true. Nothing. So. Yeah. I just linked her to a bunch of articles, and she couldn't ignore them. I mean, it's facts are facts. Yeah. So after that point. She got a lot more okay with it. And I think that's why she accepted that I was dating because Mm -hmm. I know she'll always be uncomfortable with it. But now she knows that like her, you know, that one book isn't um, saying anything against it and that she can personally feel it's disgusting as long as she doesn't, you know, take action to stop me. So I think that those were the two big things that allowed my parent or my mom to to get over it. Mm -hmm. I want to circle back because I I just thought you said something interesting about what this generation is going to be blamed for. (laughs) And I feel like it's going to be. I think it's like, I don't know, the monkey uprising or something. <laughs> we just loved Harambe too much. All right. Or like, what's going to be the thing that when we're old, like we're, we look at 20 year olds and we're like, 
it'll be, and shake our it'll fists. It'll be millennials, but used in a different, like millennials being like, oh, the super millennials, but millennials meaning those older millennials, like those boomers. The way yeah, we exactly. Use that now. They're going to be like, oh, those, I can't wait for those old millennials to die They're off. They're still on Facebook, those idiots. <laughs> um, I also, I was just thinking of this. I, I ran into you at Pride uh, this this, this uh, year. At oh, Pride? Right. Yeah, at what? <laughs> I was like, what? Where? You, John, you don't drink. You should remember all of this. Um, yeah, we, yeah. Uh, was this your first Pride? Uh, no, I went. My uh, one of my close friends took me last year. Okay, but this was the first time I had a lot of fun though. Great, I was with you guys. That's awesome. Aww, we that's walked great. around and uh, hung out and talked and. Yeah, it was packed. So yeah. many people and talk about yeah. people having a good time and just being themselves. Um, when I got so there, yeah, I had never felt happier. I, I don't know. It was so weird. When I got there, I felt so accepted and loved. And I was so happy that other people could be happy. Last year, I was just like, what am I doing here? You know, like, yeah. oh my God, what am kind I doing? Kind of fish here? out of water. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then this year, I just walked around seeing everybody just being happy really made me happy. There were like mothers there who like give you hugs if you don't like have a mother that loves yeah. you. Uh-huh. And then just walking around seeing everybody like having these rainbow things on. And then for the first time, I actually got a rainbow band and put it on. And I felt happy and proud and um it's nice to have put like those those signifiers on you like yeah. hey look look at me I'm right and i've been wearing i'm not wearing it right now for some reason i think i lost it but um <laughs> just I've pretend been, you are nobody will know <laughs> but i've been um but i've been wearing like a rainbow band um pretty much wherever i go now and i i feel very happy now sometimes i'm a little embarrassed because like sure. especially if i'm walking around like my uh city it's more conservative but like when i'm in la i feel very comfortable. Yeah. And, oh, dude, um, I still sometimes if I'm walking around, I I like wearing. I'll wear like my outfit shirt or something, but or or I'll hold somebody's hand in public. But sometimes if I walk past a certain person or something, like just part of the, you still have that that feeling in the back of your head, like oh, is it safe to do this here? Yeah. It's, it's so. It still is for as long as I've been out. It sucks, totally. but it still doesn't fully go. I mean, when you're gay, and then just talking about traveling real quick, we were just talking about that earlier. Like before you go anywhere, you have to Google. Is it okay to be gay here? Mm-hmm. Like I did that when we went to Hawaii. Like, I'm sure where can I be gay? To be gay there, right? Certain no? places. I mean, oh. it depends. Like, right, it depends on what island you're which on. Island, which is yeah. the gay island? <laughs> <laughs> well, like the more touristy ones yeah. are are obviously more fine, you know. Mm. But the more, you know, some of the more conservative ones, like, got it. You know, not yeah. necessarily. Wow, wow, wow. Um, so, have you then slowly started coming out to your friends now since last time we talked? Oh, yes. A lot more of my friends know now. Not one of them has ever been negative about it. They're all extremely supportive. I mean, we're in L.A. Again, but so yeah, great. chosen family. Like, they're huh? your people, like thick and thin. Yeah, yeah, right. And then um, I haven't told all of my friends because I'm worried that I I, I want to be the one that tells um my uh, that tells everybody and like certain friends, I feel like will just gossip about it and spread it around town. And then I'll right. be like there. Um, what's the word? I'm going to be their gossip, which their I don't want to be. Yeah. Mm. yeah, which I don't yeah. want to happen. You don't like so. being the center of attention, huh? No, no, definitely not. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Good thing you're a guest on a podcast. <laughs> oh, God, yeah, yeah. Uh, okay, so here's the thing. Yes. I want to get to what I think everyone wants to hear. Sure. I'm and worried. we want... My a, secret recipe oh, for guacamole. <laughs> Zach, All right, so I dish take girl. What, okay, no, 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 that's I don't have I don't know anything. But about no, avocados. we I think I think I and probably most of our listeners, especially the ones who listened to your first episode, want to hear what's been going on since we first had you on. Since yeah. you were the journey. such a baby gay, yeah, right, the journey. You want to hear the journey. the journey? You've been well, on twenty five dates. You told me, right? <laughs> Literally, 25. you're so calculated, which is so funny. <laughs> so you I, like, well, I, I counted before I came on here just so I would know. Oh, okay, okay. Gotcha. I really had to go through OKCupid. Okay, I can't wait till you everybody. just lose track. That is just, uh, that is my. Well, I, that, I did lose track. I just went back specially for. No, there's yeah. going to be a certain point of time. He did his homework time. for yeah, this great. I think homework. just think there's going to be a certain point of time where you just go, oh, there's no way. There's no way for me to know. <laughs> and that is like a milestone that I'm very ready <laughs> so, so tell us. So the last time I was on here, I had never done anything. I hadn't even touched anybody. Like nothing whatsoever. I am in a bubble suit. I, oh, did literally. we not mention that? Did we not mention that John lives <laughs> in a, a bubble? bubble boy? <laughs> <laughs> so actually, um, we had recorded um, that episode last time. And then yeah. a week later, you invited me to like a Halloween yeah. movie party thing. Yes. Yeah, yeah. It was like a in in the middle of the summer I did a Halloween party. Yeah. Oh, is that the middle of summer? It was like uh, yeah, late summer. Oh, so then so then we recorded actually over a year ago. But anyway, um right. so when I was I when I was at that party, one of our one of our my now our now mutual friends 
um, was hitting on me the whole time throughout the party, yeah. like sticking his butt in my face. And everything. <laughs> I don't, he was presenting. I'm not going to tell you who. Put it, I can guess, but uh, I'm not. Okay, continue. So anyway. <laughs> Sticking um, his butt in your face—that is not like bad flirting. Yeah, so I, <laughs> I was just stand, I was just sitting there, just being like clammed off, like, oh my god, is this happening? So then, at the end of the night, for some reason, I was like really tired. It was almost like I was drunk. If I knew what drunk was, I feel like that's what I was a little bit. Because I was so contact tired. drunk. Yeah, contact. so <laughs> we were at the top of the stairs, and people, people were touching his chest for some reason. So, <laughs> Zach, you make what, it sound like I throw <laughs> through a sex dungeon party, and it was just we just watch a no, couple no, no. Of it wasn't anything. No, no, it wasn't anything you were doing. You didn't set it up to be that way. No. It just, it, just it's it always ends. People just, were cuddling, oh, of and then I was I was sitting there, the odd man out, just being like, "Oh my god, I'm so uncomfortable." But I was having fun watching the movies we were watching. Yeah. So they were at the top of the stairs touching this guy's chest. So then I was just standing there and I was like, I'm going to try this. So I touched him just for like one second and then like backed off scared. So then he was like, ooh, I like that. Do it more. And I was oh. like, no, it's okay. I was just seeing what it was. <laughs> I, I was just like, I'm fine. So then he comes and he started rubbing my shoulders, which felt really good. So then that was the end of it. And then when we were walking um, back to your car, yeah, at the, at the, he said, are, so are you gay? And I was like, yeah, couldn't you tell? He's like, well, no. So then um, he was like, we should. Anyway, so that night. <laughs> and then anyway, no, no, so, yada, yada, yada. No, so nothing more happened. That, yeah. obviously. But like that night when I was in bed, I had such vivid dreams. Yes. Like it was, was I so, there? No. Oh, man. But was, was I there? No. Oh. I, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Who was there? It was just, it was nuts. It was like something had been activated in my brain. I had so many vivid dreams that night. And that yeah. was my first time ever. All it was was like a two, one, two second touch. You touched the guy's yeah. chest. Yeah, that, that was, was it. it. That's all it takes. That was, that was it. So that night. Now he's calling a cab. <laughs> <laughs> um, we can't afford that song. We can't afford that. So th that was the only physical contact I had for a while after that point. And then, um, oh, and then I forgot on the last episode, we had that tooth thing where my tooth, I had a temporary. You were afraid to do oh, the right. death tooth. You right, were afraid right. of your tooth falling. So actually before one of my dates, my tooth broke. It shattered. So I was missing my tooth. <laughs> and this was literally a half hour before the date. So I was texting the guy being like, so I know you're not going to believe this, but I have a temporary tooth. It just shattered. Oh, I wow. can't show up. You know what? And he, Putting it all out there? Sexy. It is. And so he thought that I was, <laughs> I thought he thought that I was making it up. So I was sending pictures of it. So I was, like, <laughs> was trying to glue tooth. the tooth together. And it, uh, I had like super glue all over my hands. And I got there like two hours late to the date. And at that point, it just wasn't working. You just so had glue mouth if you, if you did. Put yeah. It all so together. I was missing my tooth. Yeah. And he was like, it's okay. It's funny. I've never had this happen before, but you know, it's fine. So that was the only thing that came out of the, um, the tooth thing yeah. The, yeah the tooth debacle and then he turned out to be um very horny and was trying to get me to come to bed with him and i was like no i'm sorry i don't do that i need to date people first and right. he was like wow i'm gonna really need to try with you aren't i and then he was really turned off by that and he kind of was mm. um oh. he was he was mad at the end of the day like he really uh. expected me to jump into bed with him so then i like removed him from all my social media and everything because i thought he was damn too aggressive. Don't cross John. He will cut you out of his <laughs> Well, no, he was he was really no, pushy. Yeah, no, well, I, yeah, and he aggressive. makes you uncomfortable. Yeah, that yeah. Is, it's and, not cool. And he kept sending me pictures of like where he's half naked and stuff. It's fine. Oh. Like, I don't really care what other people do. Like you can do whatever you want. It's fine. It just wasn't for me. Well, if, and, if you set the boundary and he crosses right, it yes. over exactly. and over again. That's what he was that's doing. That's not cool. That's what he was doing. Right, problem. exactly. So I mean, I don't really get offended when people, everybody's different. Have so. other dates been good though? Oh uh, yeah. I've had a lot of good dates. The problem that I run into is that either I'm not attracted to them. They're not attracted to me or they just want to jump into bed. Mm -hmm. And that's what I won't do. I need to date somebody several times before I'll consider anything physical. So, mm -hmm. um, the yeah. one, the one time where an exception occurred was so I was um oh. I was trekking around what did I I was twecking around <laughs> hunting for wabbits. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> um, one of the things that I started to do several months ago was go to West Hollywood pretty much mm -hmm. every weekend. Yeah, and 
I call it statuing around. I would just statue around because <laughs> like your friend Molly, I'm. Uh, we've talked about yeah. this. I'm too afraid to approach anybody. So sure. I just stand there like a statue, like come admire me. Yeah. <laughs> no, I don't want them to admire me. But like I, I wait for them to come to me. Right. And um, that's hate. That's that's game. Only that's because that, right there. That's only, a way to play. Only it because is. I'm so afraid. So um, they don't know that. So, <laughs> so I, uh, I was at Flaming Saddles and I saw somebody I was interested in. So my brilliant strategy was to get on my phone and turn my back to them and show no signs that I'm interested oh. That's it. whatsoever. Uh, what about this mega aloofness? Mega aloofness. Yeah. yeah. I, I, cause I'm just too afraid of approaching anybody in general. I mean, sometimes I do, but mostly I am. So the guy tapped me on the shoulder yeah. and he said, Hey, and I was like, what? And he goes, it's starting to rain. So I was, cause I have a hat on and I didn't realize it. So it was starting to sprinkle. So he takes my hat off and wipes it off. And he put it back on. And I Aww. thought, oh, that is the way to my heart. That's cute. So then we started, ta- we'll cute. We started we'll talking cute. for a while. And he was like, let me show you around town. And I had my friend with me. Yeah. And he was like, um, uh, do you want to come over and play video games? And I'm like Again, so naive. I'm so naive. Yeah. So I didn't take that as he wanted to go mess around or anything. Uh, but I was on board with it because he was being so nice and kind. So I was. So I told my friend, "Hey, you want to come play video games <laughs> with me and this guy?" So the guy kind of had a frown. I didn't realize at the time why. So um, he took us to his house and he kind of showed us around West Hollywood. He took us on a bus or whatever, and then um, at his house. He, um, we were talking for a while and, um, he invited one of his friends over and that friend was talking to my other friend Mm -hmm. and then he and I were alone on the couch. So he made a move and and tried to kiss me. Ah. So he just laid his lips flat on mine and I have never kissed at that point had ever. This is when you text me the next day being like, I kissed somebody. Well, not, I said half kissed. Half kissed. You did. did He planted his lips on me, but I didn't know what to do. Yeah. Because I've never done, there. I, I didn't realize before, like, when do you learn it's to trial kiss? Trial and error. Where is there, where, like, when do you really learn when to kiss? Trial it, and it error. It really is trial and error. Yeah. Uh, er- I'm error. sure some people don't even remember when they first learned it or, you know, whatever. I don't know. So he put his lips on mine and I just started laughing after like five seconds because I was like, I don't know what to do. And then he goes, oh, well, you ruined it. And he was half joking, but also half serious. Yeah. So then um, after that, we went on one more date. But uh, he he just said, like, I'm not feeling a connection. And I mean, it's OK. It, it, some people aren't meant for other people. Yeah. Right. It's hard to find a connection when you're out in a bar in West Hollywood. To right. Be exactly. Like a real connection. Well, we can like talk all about West for. Hollywood because I've been there so many times sure. now. But it was funny. I, ran I keep into, telling you, you yeah. got to just like go out into a, like a, just a regular party and meet people. Right. Like, exactly. Yeah. Well, that's yeah. well. Right. Before I, we get into that. Totally. So I also saw that guy <laughs> like a same month guy. ago. Same guy. Same place. And he was like. I'm he was he was hitting on me again and he was like do you want to come over and I'm like dude you told me you weren't interested before I'm not going to come over like you had your chance hey, yeah. people, <laughs> I told I, like give me such change. a confidence boost <laughs> give people me such a confidence boost <laughs> that he was interested again but I was like no sorry but speaking wow. of West Hollywood so I was torturing myself going there over and over I must have been there literally 30 40 times over the past several months wow and walking around for hours like an idiot just standing around and I've I had a lot of I, I mean a lot of people came up to me but it, it was which weird is because incredible I never get that to happen at bars I never you probably never haven't do. been there as many times as I have, have you I'm tried sure to you statue would. I don't think I'm statuing I don't turn around to show them my butt and text <laughs> so I have not done that no I'm sure you can get anybody you want you just have to go out and try I'm sure you could get yes, anybody I'm just not trying I just I'm don't not, want it hard enough yeah there, there's two good looking guys here but it does Z- that's Zach not is definitely more good looking but anyway so there's a dog in the this, the booth who's <laughs> there, okay, way there better are looking three than us. good looking guys yeah here. Uh, and a good looking woman oh ah, thank you but we're not talking about me anyway compliments yeah. aside so <laughs> what um, are we talking about we were talking we're about all good looking around tracking around West Hollywood yes so one thing that kept happening was I was never, almost never interested in anybody. I would be at these bars. There'd be like hundreds of people walking by and it would be like maybe one or two people a night that I was interested in, like a 10 out of 10. And I could not figure out for the longest time why my friends didn't know why. 
And over time, Who are your I just, friends? Are they your straight friends or straight gay friends? friends? Ah. Oh, and some gay friends. <laughs> oh. I know I did go out with some gay friends, <laughs> but we couldn't figure out why I just wasn't interested in anybody. And then I remembered back to that one guy and I was like, the reason I'm not interested is because I don't fall in love with somebody or I mean, I haven't really been in love yet, but I don't fall for somebody because of the physical. I fall in love because of the connection and getting to know them yeah. and sure. the fact they're kind. And you can't really do that in West Hollywood because people are just, you know, it, yeah. it's about like get, jumping in it's bed. literally yeah. too loud to even speak. It's right. True. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So I, mm-hmm. so I started going to um, meetup groups and trying to, what you told me, yeah. you were like, you need to go meet people meet at people. mutual parties and all that. Yeah. Um, Oh, so the one exception where I, so one time I was in West Hollywood and a go-go dancer slapped me on the butt <laughs> and I was walking down the street. Love. And um, <laughs> if that isn't And love, there was another know. guy that was there trying to negotiate for me and this go-go dancer to get together because I was just like, I'm not interested. Wait, I who's told the you third person? The third person is like not involved. No, no, he wasn't involved. He was, He's the middleman. I, th- it's a long story. Wingman. I'm condensing the story. I'd met him before. Totally but fair. So the go- I kept telling the go-go dancer, like, you could get anybody you want. Like, why are you interested in me? Like, I was very suspicious of him. So this one third-party guy is trying to get us to kind of hook up. And he's like, you should take him home and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, I don't do that kind of thing. And I'm like... I have to go on dates first. So the go-go dancer takes my hand and bends down and he kisses the hand. Like, <laughs> and he's like, I'll take you on a date. So then we went back and forth several times and we talked for like 20 minutes. And then before I knew it, he had me pinned against the wall. Yes. And was making out with me. And that was the most that I've ever let anybody like jump that quickly to right. doing that sort of thing. You learned how to kiss. Right. Well, I didn't kiss him too much because of the earlier incident with oh, the other sure. guy that I couldn't really kiss. Was there tongue involved in that one? A, a little bit, but it was okay. more of just pecking. Yeah. It was more of pecking and stuff like that. Yeah. But, um, Love a good peck. So at the <laughs> end of this makeout session, uh-huh. all of a sudden there's a guy standing next to me, some thir- a third guy. And he's just Not staring the at us. third guy who made it happen, but now a fourth no, guy. Probably, sorry, a fourth yes. guy oh, with boy. his arms crossed. And he was like, really? He kept saying, really? And I was like, what? really what and then they start getting i told you about this you told me to right right so they start getting into fight turns out that this guy's his boyfriend the go-go dancer's boyfriend yeah so long story short they kept arguing and being like oh well i've always treated you as a friend i've never told you i'm so they're getting into an argument and then go-go dancers you're a heartbreaker (laughs) so i told so i told the go-go dancer i'm like you know what i'm like this makes me very uncomfortable i don't I'm not cut from the same cloth as you guys. I don't do this kind of thing. So I'm walking away. Saying the person who was doing that kind of thing. (laughs) I know. know. So then I go home and he adds me on Instagram. I let him out and he was apologizing and whatever. And then I just didn't really engage him anymore after that. And, um, for me, I'm, I was raised to be more like traditional, wholesome or whatever. And I think what I've figured out over time is that that's the way to my heart. Like I can't really go down the physical route unless they're like a 10 out of 10. And it's like impossible to ignore them. What are you looking for though? Like what, 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 yeah, like, oh, what, what am I mean? looking like, for? Qualities? Oh God, I could, yeah. I could go on for hours. Um, mainly the thing I'm looking for is somebody who's compassionate, cares about other people and who isn't just into the physical stuff. Somebody mm-hmm. who is really caring, very aware of what's going on in the world and who wants to improve the world and um, help other people. Captain like, Planet. Yeah, Captain <laughs> Could Planet. Could be great. Pretty He's much. a bay. I really like his mul- ha- kind of mullet thing going oh, on. Yeah. It's kind of hot. I love it. I like that he has to be summoned by several children. <laughs> <in order. laughs> so um, there was one guy that I went on a couple of dates with. I met him at gay bowling because oh, yeah. that was an event I went to. Fun. Because after go. The varsity gay me, league is great. Because right. you can actually talk to people. Right, yeah. exactly. So after you told me to do it was funny because i was at this gay bowling with the guy and um he and he was uh i'm kind of oblivious to when people are hitting on me not always but he was showing me how to bowl and at the end of the night um he texts i took him home because i was just being nice and he texted me and said i really <laughs> like you blah 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 and i was like oh i didn't realize you liked me and he's like really john it was like i showed you how to bowl i uh sat next to you at the restaurant afterwards um, I put my arm around you. He's like, how much more stupid could you be? And I'm like, oh, I'm sorry. I'm just kind of, I thought you were just being nice. So um, I feel like every like conversation with it, like with the, it always has like somebody has to bring a lawyer into it. Like, well, right. I swear my client was hitting on me. 
exactly. <laughs> Exhibit A. Exhibit A. So we went. He on, sat next to him, Your Honor. <laughs> so we went on a couple of dates, but it was weird because um, he would hold my hand and I didn't feel anything. Mm. Like one that one guy that took me to his house in West Hollywood with the friend, like he had held my hand and I felt like a really big spark. Yeah. But I didn't feel that with this guy and I couldn't figure out why. Mm. I mean, the, obviously, the obvious answer was that I wasn't attracted an to him. Yeah. But I didn't. I wasn't experienced or mature enough to realize that because he was really nice to me, and I thought that that would be enough. Mm-hmm. But no, I just wasn't. Phys- so he took me to his house one time, and he was like, "Let's watch a movie." And I'm like, "Oh yeah, like you really? I just break the fourth wall of the timeline. Yeah, you really want to watch a movie?" <laughs> so I told him that. I'm like, "You want to cuddle?" So then, um, so we get to his house. We get in. What we, a scamp! We get Wanting into to cuddle. Right. We get into his bed, and he's like, he pulls out his laptop, and I'm like, "Oh come on, we are not watching a movie. <laughs> We're not here for that. I know what you're here for." Yeah. So I was like, "Okay, you can, you know, because I've I've met him several times, and I'm comfortable with him now." So he tried. We didn't go all the way, and I still haven't gone all the way as of recording this episode. But he was like, he was doing pretty much everything that you could do to somebody other than like, you know, (gasps) penetration. Yeah, that word. Okay. So that that I can't say. So then, um, (laughs) but it was weird because I was just kind of like laying there. I felt like kind of a doll. But I was okay with it because I. But I wasn't feeling anything. Mm. I just felt like he stuck his (gasps) tongue. In my <gasps> lower part. In your butt. stop. So that, <laughs> this is so exciting I'm not that kind of person. I know. I'm so excited. I'm not that kind growing of person. Up. I I am. I'm excited. So then, so, and, and then he was like, oh, how do you like it? And I was like, it feels like there's a wet tongue in my... <laughs> I just didn't feel... And then I, and I, my, I was disgusted because I was like, it, that's where poo comes out of. Like, how can you like <laughs> that? Oh, man. And I told him like, how do you like that? And he goes, well, I just like it. I'm like, yeah, but I mean, I'm very... I am... People claim that, claim that they're clean. Nobody's cleaner than well, me. Here's, I'm sorry. I'm very clean. Yeah. But even I was like... There's also like as you go throughout your life as a gay man, you learn how to clean a little more. And it's also an internal clean right. and stuff. There's something you learn on the job. Um, and there's mistakes <laughs> will be made. Okay? Yeah. Right. Uh, but yeah, I mean... But, I, but I'm, I'm very clean. So I, yeah. But I was just concerned because I'm like, that's where your poo comes out of. <laughs> so he was like, no, he's into it. So I was like, okay, fine. And then um, he was like rubbing his dingus again <laughs> it's worse when you say dick. it like that <laughs> it sounds filthier and where just, was he rubbing his dick against my <laughs> underwear the okay but i because i didn't but so but anyway i just wasn't real i guess i didn't realize it at the time but i just wasn't into it i wasn't feeling yeah. anything sure. and by the end of the night i think he kind of felt that mm. before i did mm. yeah so um i told him let me process what just happened i'm i'm inexperienced with this i'm not mature enough to understand what's going on with my own body. So like, mm. give me a few days. And he was, he was respectful and gave me a few days. So then I just texted him and I was like, you know, I just wasn't, I just think I wasn't feeling it. And he was like, I, that's what I assumed was what was going on. Right. So, mm. um, but I said, you know, you're very, I, I'm not, I'm not mean to anybody. Like I, I will never be mean to anybody. Sure. Mm-hmm. Like people, even, even when I'm um, in West Hollywood, there'll be like 60 year olds that come up and literally grope my crotch. And I feel, Ooh. <laughs> yeah. and I, 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 I feel uncomfortable when they do that, but I also sure. feel like bad for them because it's like, I mean, yeah, they probably grew up, I guess I'm kind of changing topics right now. I'm just going mm-hmm. all over the place, but like, I feel bad sometimes because it's like these people, these older men have pro- lived through a time where they weren't allowed to be themselves and mm-hmm. maybe now they don't know how to act appropriately or something. Yeah. And I just feel bad for them in a way. So I I kind of like never try to like dismiss them. I'm just like, oh, well, I appreciate, I, I just kind of smile like I appreciate it, but I'm not into mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. Some of them are very persistent yeah. though. Yeah, yeah. It's true. They're very, yeah. like I, I, I gotta, literally have to, I literally had to tell one guy like, oh, I'm here with my girlfriend and he kept coming back. Oh my God. Trying to get more. Um, what was the thing that I was going to say? Oh, um, but you know, we, we were talking um, a while ago about just different, there's different on top of, um, being um homosexual heterosexual whatever um there are also different levels of how sexual you are as a person um mm. you know there you can you could uh be not sexual at all and be gay you know or you could be hypersexual uh there's right. a demisexual where we're in the middle where you need a um a bond to be formed in order to be sexually attracted to there's right. there's it's a whole spectrum in in a very three-dimensional cube, and i guess i'm still know? trying to figure it out because yeah. 
I think all the times that I've been attracted to people are, I guess, this demisexual sure. where it, it, there's a bond form. There was one guy that I was talking to on a dating app and he, uh, we exchanged numbers and he, we were kind of, I, I called it cosplaying, but he was like, this is called sexting. <laughs> so I didn't send him any pictures, <laughs> but he was like telling me what he would do to me. That's not yeah. cosplaying. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I guess like playing pretend or whatever. Yeah. So he was, we, we talked for a long time through texting over several weeks. So I got to know him. And then he was telling me what he would do to me. So as he was telling me this, I was getting so turned on by it, more than I felt for anybody. And I think it was because I had a bond with him. And then yeah. he sent me a sure. dick, dick pic. And that was not and too much. No, it was okay. And okay. I, said, I said, I think that's the first time that I've been sent one where it's been earned. You know what? <laughs> lo- oh, I love that. You know what's interesting is, so you, you came out a little bit later. Well, even in later. high school. Yeah, but even in high school, I was like, you know, it was easier to um, be more openly sexual online or on texting because it was it was right. removed. Yeah. And so I can I you know what that makes sense that maybe that might be good for you right now is doing yeah. that through text for a bit. Right. Um, and getting comfortable with that, getting comfortable with the language and saying things that aren't dingus. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> but I like, have, you're right. No, I have, but yeah. Yeah. I mean, a lot of us evolved by going on Tumblr and just like sure. and finding things that way um and you probably didn't have that or didn't even allow yourself to do that until You're, now i have so, so many walls up i yeah. uh, that i don't even realize so i think doing so, something like that doing something that's remote like that might be a pretty good step i think that's interesting yeah, yeah. right the sometimes i wonder like am i even gay <laughs> it's like i don't always feel attracted hey John, to people you're gay but the the thing is is like I, I see some of my friends who are in relationships and sometimes I wonder like, do I really, um, I don't know. It, it just feels like sometimes I feel like I would be annoyed being in a relationship because I've always been so independent. Mm-hmm. You know, I started my you know business when I was 14 years old. I paid for my whole USC education, my thesis film, everything. I've always been extremely independent and I'm, I'm just like, a lot of the people that I've dated, I, I, this is kind of this is terrible what I'm about to say, right. but I feel like a lot of the men I've dated, maybe I'm just generalizing, but I feel like they're kind of immature. Weak. No, weak. Oh, weak. Like you can't like lean on them. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> I feel like there a lot of the people I've dated, I can't lean on like emotionally hmm. or anything, and I feel like I have such a strong, independent personality. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've lived on my own since I was 18, and there's um there's kind of a disconnect when I'm on a lot of these dates where I'm like I don't know if I could ever get anything mm. any any strength from being in a relationship with you. So I think like I have a lot of problems with myself and um maybe my standards are really high. I don't know. And um that's mm. been the other hard part of dating. It's like I just feel like a lot of <laughs> I just feel like um what are you? What are you trying? Oh to say? no! I was just, I, you know, I think it's 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 um that's in, interesting. I think you're going to be hard pressed to find somebody who's going to be your everything. I think it's a lot to put on one person. Oh no! I'm saying the exact opposite. Okay. I'm saying that I feel like I almost don't need anything from a lot of. Sure. I, it's like I don't need anything, and if I were to ever need anything, it would be like, I guess, well, maybe a little bit. It'd be like really tall order for some because I feel like I I have a lot of emotional strength and I don't. I don't know what I'm saying. No. It's just weird. I, I just feel like I don't know what I would be able to get out of a relationship. Like is it good just just fun and joy and pleasure and just knowing somebody, getting to know somebody a little bit? Yeah. I think um Haley, what were you saying in our just last episode? You said something really interesting. Yeah. Well, I was talking to Zach about like I am a very independent person as well and like yeah. I've always kind of even for my own emotional support, it's been like I just rely on myself for yeah, that. Yeah, me too. Yeah, exactly. And one thing we were talking about is like it's it's great and it is a, it is kind of a defense mechanism I think for me at least. Might be, yeah. Yeah. And for me, I mean. Right. And <laughs> one good thing is that it prevents you if you don't really put your put a lot into someone else. Don't put your heart on the don't line. Don't put your heart on the line. It it does prevent you from getting hurt. But what it also the prevents Hedgehog's dilemma. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah. But what it also prevents you from is feeling very like an extreme amount of joy. 
and an extreme amount of happiness. Well, I do feel very dead inside, so I'm wondering if that's what it is. <laughs> it could be I, that. My Here's friend, the thing. I do too. Yeah. Yeah. Or Here's I the thing. have I in the past. I am dead inside. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but exactly. I, yeah. I have been in the... And you know what? I am very much like... I can see in you a lot of myself too, where it's like, I am a planner. I oh, am yeah. very calculated. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's me. You know what I mean? Exactly. <laughs> because instead of... You know, it, I, I account for every r- thing that can go wrong. Yeah. Oh, that yeah. is. Oh and my the God, reason I do that. Exactly. The reason I do that is because I'm like, well, if I plan for every event and especially the worst of it, I'm in control. Yeah, that's me. Yeah. Control and freak. I'm I, a control freak as I well. So you, I, whenever, yeah. that's why I, I feel like whenever you, whenever I hear a lot of you, whenever we speak, I see so much. Of, <laughs> I see so much of myself in you. I, yeah. And, you know, and I, and I totally get that. And I have kind of started breaking down these walls and it is hor- it is very scary. How is your relationship? How is that um what what have you discovered about yourself that you what are you getting out of your relationship I guess? Like how is it comforting you or support or what changed are you, you yeah, yeah, or changed you? Well, I've experienced like a really deep love and it's been like very happy. It's been like it feels good inside like it, it's it's a lot of happiness and I, and I'm, I am able to yeah thank you yeah. and it's nice and I am able to rely less on myself and like have someone who who so is supportive of me and, and everything because there have been people in the past where I've pushed them away and it's just because it's gotten to a point where it's gotten close and then I freak out yeah yeah I mean um well, I don't know it's well I think like you've taken on all you take like you talked about, you take a lot of responsibility for yourself and other people in your family and you've taken on a lot on your shoulders. And I think it's time for you to just kind of relax a little bit. And that's hard to do. A hard thing to do is when you've always been so put together and so uh, responsible for other people to just let yourself be. It can be hard, but you will feel so much better for it. I think you got to stop playing like, you know, games with your own heart. (laughs) <laughs> I don't know if I'm doing it on purpose though. It's yeah. like it's a subconscious thing, probably. Yeah, totally. Definitely. I mean, I, it's because like I, it takes, I, I think it takes active work to yeah. break down those mm-hmm. subconscious I'm, walls. I'm, I'm really worried about getting with somebody because I don't know how I'm going to burden them. I don't know what. I don't. Oh, you, he can't think about it that way. Yeah. Well, I, I just mean like You're not I, Edward Scissorhands. I, I just mean like <laughs> I don't. I don't want them to have to work so hard you're not a burden well you're, I don't. you're not i know i know it's so easy i know it's so easy to, when you get in your own head to feel that way you are not a burden if anybody makes you feel that way then they aren't somebody you need in your life oh like, it's not them it's, yeah. it would be me right. feeling that it, it, well it's hard to convince yourself too that you deserve love love right why is that like, so hard i don't know i don't know it's taken me a while yeah and that and also i think you also have to realize that not only do you deserve love, but you have love already. Mm-hmm. There's plenty of people who love you and, and care for you, you know, like truly. And and even if your parents don't see eye to eye right now, like they do love you. And I mean, oh, yeah. you oh, have, no, and you, know have, that, and you yeah. have your friends who are all trying to, you know, help you out. And like and and, you know, obviously we're here. We're your your buddies. Yeah. And we love you guys you. have helped a lot, too, over yeah. the last year. I think. Oh, yeah. yeah, I think once you it, it helps, I think, to take a lot of pressure off on that that romantic love and start thinking about the love that you do have already. I just have so many walls up that I don't even realize. Like even when I go out to these bars, Mm -hmm. like all my friends who watch me from afar are like, you are like the ice King when you walk, like you freeze the room in terms of like, people are afraid to approach you because you have like your arms crossed. Everything in your body language says that you're not interested in anybody. (laughs) And those are defense mechanisms I built over up over the years. Because if I were to be interested in somebody, it was a bad thing. I had to hide it. Mm -hmm. So I have so many walls up some that I can't even imagine. And it's like, even now, like going out to and trying to find somebody like, my eyes have been opened in so many ways too. Like I now see flirting everywhere. I'm like, Oh my God, everybody is flirting with each other. Mm -hmm. I never, (laughs) it's like, I have these glasses on that allow me to see things now. Even like, um, I went to a, um, gay mixer dating thing like a month ago. And, um, I was just talking to this guy who was in a wheelchair and, um, I was afraid to talk to anybody my age. So I was just talking to him and, um, 
And he was like, oh, you're into movies? Well, um, he's like, you should send, I'm the head executive at some company. You should send me a link to your film. So I was like, oh, great. I didn't know I was going to network for film here. Mm -hmm. So then I- Everything's um, networking. Right. Mm -hmm. Everything's flirting and networking. So then I go home and I send him a link and I'm like, oh, somebody's interested in me as a filmmaker. And then he sends me an email back and he's like, oh, no. obviously- hitting on me yeah. and I was like oh man I thought you were interested in me for me and now I'm seeing everywhere how many games people play oh yeah and I just don't play any games no at all games. I'm very like blunt and upfront, except when I'm scared man. And, uh, to yeah. approach anybody well John before we play a, a game I'm sorry to uh, upset <laughs> yeah, yeah. you but we will be playing a game oh I'm excited tonight yeah um Man, is there anything you want to say before we go into that? Segment? No, I'm excited. I want to play yeah. a game. Oh, excellent. Yeah. Great. Oh, yeah, yeah. I was, was going to say, should we, should is there we th huh? do it? Oh, yeah. We I think it? we should do the game. Okay. Yeah. I know we've been uh, going a little long, but. I know. Yeah. I was just, yeah. said yeah. a game thing earlier. Like, I go. <laughs> totally Perfect. Did. Yeah. Um, nice segue. Yeah. It's no problem. Uh, yeah. Uh, Haley, do you have any, like, final thoughts before we go into this? Um, No. I think we've. I think we've. Touched on everything we wanted to. I'm, yeah. I'm just really glad we got an update. And Me like, too. Yeah. I'm so yeah. glad you you came back. And yeah. like, I think everyone's gonna be really excited to. I yeah. Be back. I do think it, the second you stop going out just to meet people and just start going out for fun, right? You're gonna meet somebody. It's stupid and it's a cliche, but it's, it's so yeah true. Just like have fun. I think like if you put too much pressure on any one thing, it's gonna it's gonna pop a little bit. So just yeah, right. Enjoy yourself. It's. You haven't had the time to be able to enjoy yourself, so do it. Do yep. it now. You know? All right, so we're going to go into a game. <gasps> yeah. Are you guys ready? Oh, Am yes. I playing? You're playing. Oh, I'm excited. Oh, I thought it was going to be between you two. Oh, oh no. no. Of oh, course. Oh, oh, oh. We're all playing. Yes. We're all playing. I swear we played a game I last time, but I guess we, we did, did not. We did not play a game John, last time. John, I'm so episode. sorry. We didn't yeah, play a game. I don't know. I asked you guys 20 questions. That's You're right. Why. That's what we did instead. We're playing a game this time. Yes. And, uh, we have, I have Taylor made this game for you. Mm -hmm. Oh, really? I oh have, gosh, yeah. So I think we're good. <laughs> Maybe. Oh. Okay, so what I've done is uh, not only because I think our listeners who have listened to your first episode know that you are a big Pokemon fan. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, so it is Taylor made for you. I think our listeners, especially the ones who have listened to our first episode, know that you're a big Pokemon fan. <laughs> okay. So what I've done is not only are you a big Pokemon fan, um, but you are just like really dipping like going head first into this whole dating game, oh, right? Yeah. Is it going head first? I He's was, dipping your toe. You're I dipping was a your squirtle, toe. Squirtle, now I'm a war turtle. You're, yeah. you're a squirtle, now you're a war turtle. Perfect. In the dating on game. game like on brand. On brand metaphor. So, <laughs> <laughs> so what we're doing is I'm sure you've been on some dating apps. I know we all have. Not all of them. So what we're going to do is I'm going to name a Pokemon and we just used the original 150 because there's so many now. There's so many. <laughs> and those are the ones that I'm most familiar with. But <laughs> I'm going to name a Pokemon and we're going to pretend that the name of that Pokemon is also the name of a dating app. Oh. And you have to tell me <laughs> what do you like what based on the name of the Pokemon, what do you think the dating app is about? Oh, for, so good. So for example, like. Uh, just to reference some dating apps that are out. So Grinder, right, is a gay dating app. Um, right. Scruff is a dating app, right? Yes. And that's yeah, for, you like, told me but it's for like bears and it's otters. It's for bears yes. and otters, right? Yeah, yeah. Or the ones who love them. Correct. Yeah. So I'm going to give you the name of Pokemon and tell me what kind of people you think you would find on that. Oh, my God. Yeah. Okay. On that dating Very app. Fun. Okay. So our first one is the dating app Ghastly. Ghastly. <laughs> <laughs> uh, maybe Ghastly. some goth people. Yeah, like a goth, like a, a big titty goth girlfriend um, for sure bisexual bisexual big titty goth girlfriend that's such a, a, they wear a black, thing though yeah like there's purple. in every like cartoon in the, the 90s there's always that like that one goth chick you know that hot. like yeah, hot hot like danny phantom the goth girl like you oh. know you know I every think lesbian just the, uh, what's your name from um from kim possible Oh, the, uh, oh, what was uh, oh, fuck. She turned so many girls into lesbians. Yes, yes, yes. But I don't, that girl, I've, yes. she's on there. Yes, yes, yes. She is on that site. No question. Okay, cool. Next one, Blastoise. <laughs> Jesus, which is what you're trying to get into. Blastoise is I think they launch water sports. Water sports, right? <laughs> oh, water sports. Oh, I was going to say they're guys that like to launch stuff. Launch stuff. <laughs> Sure. I think, you're, yeah, you're looking to get covered in something. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're looking to get yeah. sprayed. It's a little squirt. <laughs> All right. This one I love. Uh, Pikachu. 
Oh, oh these are probably people who like to wo- voyeurs. Uh, yeah, voyeurs. That's, that's cute. Yeah, yeah I, but I also they think like to peek at I also you. think it's a very like um, photo heavy app. Like you, oh, you have a like lot pick. of yeah, yeah, a bunch of different. You get a little Pikachu or yeah. whatever at whoever you're gonna be looking at. Okay, uh, next is uh, Grimer. Oh, yeah. this is a Shigo. The name was Shigo. These are sluts. Shigo. Shigo was the Kim Possible character. Oh, God. You're right. Oh, you're right. Yeah, yeah. Gay. 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 Grimer. Grimer, like the druggies, the sluts. Oh, the sluts. I feel like. I feel like uh, this or is crust punks. Gunge. Or gr- gunge. gunge. This is it's like a gunge. kink. Grimer's definitely a kink site. For sure, Gunge is a type of people who like getting slop all over. Yeah. Like, uh, yeah. Oh, it's a it's a kink site for sure. Grimer, like uh, not unlike Recon. I think it's. Oh, okay. It is. It's filthy in there, and we love it. <laughs> all right, got another one. Tentacruel. <gasps> oh, maybe like Masochist. a yeah. yeah that's what I was going to say. BDSM for yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah. Tentacruel. 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 But like, yeah. If yeah, if you're looking for a, a verbal dom, that's where you go. <laughs> Yeah, but people who are also into like tentacle porn. Yeah, it's a bit of both. It's a little bit of both. A little bit of both. A little bit of both. It's a little bit of that. A little bit of that. I don't know everything you guys are talking about, so I'm just shaking my head. Oh. Yes. I'm just like, oh, yeah, that. Yeah. Don't Google it. Don't Google Gunge. Or maybe do. Or maybe. Do you like Slime Time Live? <laughs> what? Do you ever watch like Slime Time Live and they got covered in slime and you're is, like, that could be hot? What is Slime Time Live? From Nickelodeon, dude. We didn't have a Slime Time Live. You there was like um, Only Double ever Dare. watched Pokemon and nothing else. No, Double Dare. Oh, uh, they... yeah, nobody ever got gunged on Double Dare. I <laughs> no, forgot. No, they dropped the slime on them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mean... But anyway. do you ever see that and think, that's hot? I'd, yeah. Uh, no. Okay, well Gunge then, isn't for you. Yeah, okay, well then you don't. You shouldn't go down Tentacruel. <laughs> um, all right, what about Cloister? Uh, lesbian app. Yeah. Le- lesbian app? Okay, yeah. I, I think it's, I agree. I think yes. it's a lesbian app, but I also think it's a, um, like, polyamorous thing. <gasps> Ooh, Cloister. Like, it seems like it's a way to get a bunch of clams together. Mm, that oh. You're thinking of Execute. <laughs> 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 no, I know, no, I know Cloister the Pokemon. About, yeah. I feel like when you think of a cloister, it seems like a bunch of things together. Oh, oh, okay. I could see that. So yeah, you're taking yeah. the Pokemon a, a and combining it. A lesbian polyamory app. Yes, yes. For it. Here yes. for it. That sounds great. You put cloister. your onyx into cloister. <laughs> mm. <laughs> oh, just like a, a bunch of clams, human centipeding each other. <laughs> okay. Uh, lick a tongue. Uh, oh my god this sounds good for me uh, kissing, French kissing fr- French kissing it's a kissing app only kissing only kissing oral only, only ooh oral inclined uh, oral I think inclined it would books. be I think this type th- I think this could be like tender a little bit of both like it's not just exclusively gay or lesbian but you will say you know what your preferences are yeah and you're looking to get licked or be or to lick or to be licked <laughs> yeah I like to lick or to be licked that's that the is question. the question. <laughs> <laughs> Both. Both. Okay. When do you think somebody was like, invented the 69 and was like, what? Oh, we could do both at the same time? <laughs> oh. oh. <laughs> Thorgar, you got to try this. <laughs> we just invented something. Uh, fire? No. No, no. Way better. 69, so much fire? better. Fire, good. 69, better. <laughs> Fire what good, 69? 69 gooder. What is 69? 69. It's oh, okay. Oh, God, I love oh. you so much. Okay, I love you so Come much. Come here, sit on my lap. I'll tell you. <laughs> yeah. Do you want to tell them what 69 is? <laughs> so 69 is a position, mm-hmm. and it's an oral position. So basically, you know, if you're having sex, right, you're usually face-to-face. Mouth-to-mouth. Mouth-to-mouth. Yeah. So you kind of flip over. So you are mouth-to-junk. Junk to mouth. Oh, I see. So you're both. So getting, you're both getting oral pleasure yes, at the same. So you have to be the same height. That that Honest. is actually. I mean, no, but kind of. Yeah, that is a problem. Like if someone significantly. It's never been a problem taller, for me. Unless they have an. Ex- <laughs> unless they can extend. Yeah, I think, look, but it's true. I've been with someone who's like significantly mm. bigger and but or bigger as in taller, and someone who's signi- Well, bigger. I've been with sure. all kinds of women, but I've been with someone who's significantly taller and someone who's significantly shorter, <laughs> but. Um, that does make it a little more difficult. Some yeah. people, you you can might, there might be some hunching involved, but yeah. pleasures had by all. It's it's all good. Totally. Sixty nine, everybody. Sixty nine. Okay, I got two more. Uh, Chancy. Oh, it's like it's like a it's 
Oh, it's a totally random. You get a random uh, thing every day. That's what I was thinking. Like you take a chance on someone, yeah. right? It's but just like, like, but it also, oh no, oh, oh it's like a blind date. It just, thing. Yeah, yeah, it just says go here, go yeah. here. Somebody <gasps> will yeah, be yeah, there. Yeah. I love that. That's yeah. fun. So you kind of like enter some parameters, and yeah. then, and then you get matched, and it's like a blind date website. Just make sure you bring the pepper spray. Yeah, Ooh. definitely. Maybe it could be even be a thing where it's like a group thing where a bunch of people all meet at once. Oh, that's and cool. you get to you get to talk. It's like Pokemon Go. Yeah. Like you all meet up. Right, 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 right. And and it's just like, okay, we're like, so you're around here, there's a meeting happening at this coffee shop, and whoever shows up It's by chance. Yeah, by chance. That's cool. That could be cute. That is cute. I like we should Do make it. You guys that. wanna make an app? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, last one. You guys ready? Yeah. Mr. Mime. Oh god. Oh, <laughs> I'm so uh, confused. Ew. I hate I it. Mr. Mom. Only because I Maybe hate for like it. um the cos what was the cosplaying word again? The uh, sexting. sexting. Like they cuz Mr. Mime makes invisible walls and imagination. I don't know. Oh, he makes maybe. Imagination. So it's Mr. just purely sex. Terrible name for an app. Maybe terrible. yeah. Oh, maybe oh, you have no. to just I hate it. I know I hate it, but I have to think god if I had a lot. Is it where clowns like it's just yeah. for clowns only? Maybe. <laughs> It's for gay clowns and mimes, Mr. <laughs> Mime, Mr. Mime, right off the bat. That's there's no women going on there. Okay, wait, wait. Okay. Or it's for you know how a lot of gay people and lesbians date someone who looks a lot like them, <gasps> it, like your miming, it, like, like mimic? it has facial recognition, it's facial recognition, finds... and it's for you to date the person. <laughs> <who looks exactly. laughs> <laughs> oh, it's so gross. I hate People it. would use that oh, if that sure. was a thing. We're gonna find somebody who looks exactly who could be your brother. Could be your brother. <laughs> Gross. Um. So yeah, that's. I think uh, we nailed it. I think we nailed it. That's the game. Um. Wow. Good job, Haley. Amazing, John. Oh thanks so much for coming back on. And uh, uh, can I say one thing? Yes. Oh, please. Um. All I want to say is that like I went from doing nothing in my life, gay wise, to really exploring myself, and I just want people to know that. Yes, it will be scary. Yes, it will be hard at times, but you can get there no matter who you are. You just have to take little baby steps. Nothing is going to be quick. Nothing's yeah. going to be easy, but you can get there. That's all I want to say. That's, That's great. So sweet. Thank That's you. a great place to live. And it. when you surround yourself with friends like Zach and Haley. Uh, <laughs> well, thanks. We're like just really happy to be any part at all. If you never need anything, obviously, you can come to us. Thank uh, you. Yeah, of course. So we don't have a, uh, a question of the week this time. Yeah, because we've uh, had John on so before. So many questions. Yeah. <laughs> um, but but please send your questions, your questions to us as well. Yes. We recently did an episode where we answered some questions for you guys and kind of gave our advice. And that was yeah. super fun. We so had a great time. please continue to send those questions. Um, you can find us on Instagram and send us a DM at Not Together Podcast. Um, you can send us a a message on Twitter at NotTogetherCast. You can even email us at NotTogetherPodcast at gmail.com or find us on Facebook at We're Not Together. Yeah. Um, beautifully said, Haley. Thank you. Um, John, did you have a good time? Oh, yeah. Great. I always have a great time with you guys. I agree. This is with a really With the podcast, fun... outside of the podcast. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, beautiful. Um, well, thank you so much again for coming on again and just being so open for with us. It's it, We really appreciate it. Thank you guys for having such an open environment. <laughs> Yay. All right. Well, uh, with that, I guess that's, that's pretty much the show. Um, I'm Zach. And I'm Haley. And we're not together. Thanks for listening. Thank you. We're Not Together is a Reverie original podcast, executive produced by Aaliyah J. Daniels, LaShawn McGee, Chris Rodriguez, and Damian Pellicone. The show is hosted and produced by Zach Ogle and Haley Manrique. show is edited by Josh Perkins, and our theme song was composed by Barry Anderson. Download the Reverie app now and use the code TOGETHER, Together for 25% off your first three months. <laughs>